Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to your week ahead with Mama Data Astrology live right here on the Inner Peace Lighthouse radio frequency. Welcome to the best time of your week ahead of time. All right, y'all. Thank you, thank you, thank you for joining me once again. Peace. We are live. We are in full effect. We are ready to get ahead and stay ahead. Um, I know that last, the last episode we just did, it was consumed with the the channeling that wanted to come through regarding the Scorpio new moon season. I mean, it took up the entire two hours, y'all, because it was just. It, I hadn't I hadn't broadcasted for y'all in a, in a, over a month and uh, we had begun just begun talking about it, having that discussion in the last episode in uh, early October. So you know, it, there's so much that wants to come out. Period. And so we're just taking it an episode at a time. Last episode. You can click in the description information for this episode and click here to catch up on the last show. You can listen to that one. Um, it, we stay ahead, so whenever you get a chance to listen to it, I promise you it will be so relevant. Um, and then this today's episode, we're going to dive into this week. There's so much going on energetically this week. I touched on a little bit of it in the last episode that we're going into, so we're entering sad season this week. The sun is moving into super swaggy Sagittarius and um, and, and much, much more. So we're, we definitely are going to touch on it all today. I'm going to dive into um, the details, more of the details of this, um, Jupiter and Scorpio season over the next year. Um, I, I mentioned last episode that every day that Jupiter is in Scorpio, it is judgment day. It is judgment day when it comes to our psychology and, and what motivates us, our, our motivation. They're, they're on, on, on trial. Jupiter is making sure of it. Jupiter is the law. Jupiter is the truth warrior. It's time to tell the truth about our deep emotions. If, it, if it's never been time before, although Jupiter's been in Scorpio before, but this is a season where it doesn't benefit you to keep things hit, to attempt to, because it won't work even if you try. I mean, that's just when, when you try during this season, while it's Judgment Day every day, to keep things hidden and covered up and, you know, buried. Um, that's just when it's going to explode and bust wide open on you. You, you can see it, um, remnants of it in the news every day. Every day is one more, two more, three more getting added to the list of people who thought they could keep some stuff under the rug 
and you know it's exposing season. It just is. Um, it's not typically when we're going through a Scorpio new moon season like we are now. They just started here on um, Saturday, the 18th, early rising, 5:42 a.m. Central. We just get that Scorpio new moon season for the year, and that's it, right? And then we had the actual sun in Scorpio season, which the sun moving into Sagittarius this week um, declares an end to. It can't be Sag season and Scorpio season at the same time, although it will be Sagittarius season um, starting this week and Scorpio new moon season at the same time, just not Scorpio sun season. So and even Scorpio sun season, it just lasts lasts about a month, right? So a month for Scorpio new moon season, a month for sun in Scorpio season, but Jupiter being in Scorpio for a little over a year means that this Scorpionic energy is going to be prevalent. Is going to Jupiter is going to exaggerate this Scorpio energy not for a month, but for a year. Okay, that's why I say every day of this year while Jupiter is in Scorpio. It's judgment day and just like I admonished you guys in the last show to judge yourself so you don't have to be judged, so you don't have to end up on the list, so you don't have to end up in the news, so you don't have to end up on Front Street getting exposed because you did the deep diving work of going into your psychology, into your deep emotions, into the relationships with people you are you're intimate with into the the resources. Scorpio's about shared resources, people you share resources with, be they emotional resources, be they financial resources. So that's what time it is, y'all. Let's continue to dig in and dive in. Before we go a step further, y'all know we have to we get the divine opportunity to remember, revere, respect and honor those precious divine righteous ancestors that came before us because without them we wouldn't be here. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And also we get to remember during this time every show our fearless leader here at Inner Peace Lighthouse Radio Frequency and Channel, Brother Ampu. Thank you, Brother Ampu. Thank you, thank you, thank you for another opportunity to broadcast to um just some amazing listeners and supporters, my dear precious mama's babies and the mama's babies to come. We appreciate you. Thank you. If you want to join the mama's babies nation, um, the uh, highlighted link in the description that says site will take you directly there. Um, thank you for those who have shared astro love gifts with me. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Anyone sharing an astro love gift in the amount of $10 or more will receive desired services commensurate with that. So thank you, thank you for those. Um, the astro love just keeps this party going and flowing. I appreciate you all so much. All right, with that, uh, let's dive in. I know to a little, we're going to definitely get into the astrology of this week, um, but also um, these cards, like I said, these, this Jupiter in Scorpio season. And so obviously this week is included in that Jupiter in Scorpio season from October 10th when Jupiter went into Scorpio until November of 2019, uh, 2018. Okay, when it comes out, this 
what these cards that I'm going to talk to you about today are applicable, okay? So <clears throat> I'm talking to you about them now because it's the first opportunity I'm getting to discuss them in depth with you. Um, uh, two shows ago, the last show that I did um, before this, the one I did earlier this week, when I was talking to our caller, Hadassah, um, I gave some brief information about a few of the cards, and thankful, thank God I did. <clears throat> but today we're going to talk about them all in the context in which Spirit is channeling messages about Jupiter in Scorpio season for 13 months through me, okay, as we get ahead with this uh, week's astrology as well. So we started out the week on Sunday, 6.15 a.m. Central, with Mars, which is the ruler, the ancient ruler of Scorpio, squaring Pluto, the modern ruler of Scorpio. So, you know, this week started out with um, a Scorpio bang um, when you're talking about these planetary bodies that govern, that relate to directly this Scorpio frequency, okay? So that alone <laughs> is setting a powerful tone for this week um, of, of us winding down at work, winding down at school, and gearing up for time with family, friends, whatever you may celebrate this week. <clears throat> so the last time that Mars squared Pluto uh, before now Hmm. Looks like I w- I'm going to double check this information because it's looking like it was February 22nd of this year, but that just doesn't sound right. And then before that, it appeared that it was December 6th of 2015. Um, but I'm going to double check that for you guys. And if I have a correction to that, just take that on. Uh, don't take it on faith. Do your research if you're really curious about it. But if there's a correction to be made about that, I'll make sure to mention it in the next show. But Mars square Pluto, these two planetary bodies that are so intricately, inextricably linked to this very Scorpio energy we've been talking about for three shows now um, in a where relationship to each other does denote potential tests this week, challenges this week, opportunities to turn a corner this week, opportunities to make some adjustments, okay? So especially as it relates to these, the Scorpio energy I was describing all last show, regarding our motivations, regarding our desires, it's time to make some changes. If you want to grow, if you want to build, that should be good news. You should hear Mars square Pluto and think, okay, I can do something with this. I can build with this. I can I can construct I can be do something productive and constructive with these powerful, powerful energies um like Mars and Pluto, okay? Um, if you are up to no good and <laughs> your um, motivations are not for the highest good of all parties involved, if somebody has to lose in order for you to win, then this Mars square Pluto this week, energy this week, it, it just may be, um, you know, the precipice or the, 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 the conditions being just right 
for you to get exposed this week. So we'll we'll see which side of the energy you're on. Um, when Mars is square to Pluto, some of the tests and challenges we can experience could be related to these desires being a bit more difficult to satisfy. Um, when you think about Harvey Weinstein, uh, we were mentioning him last show and how a lot of this astrology lined up with, um, you know, him kind of being this gate opener. The, the accusations being brought against him October the 5th kind of opened the energetic gate or it coincided with the energetic gate being opened astrologically um, with the full moon in Aries that happened literally the same day Venus-Mars um, conjunction happening literally the same day. And then within five days um, on each end of this, we got Pluto stationing and we've got Jupiter entering um, the Scorpio where Pluto and Mars have rulership. So, you know, these are, I, I, I'm tempted to say it's no coincidence, but if you listen to, if you keep up with Hip Hop Astrology TV and Brother Ampu and Minister Ju, you'll, you'll, you, Brother Ampu would say it is exactly a coincidence because that's when things line up and happen at the exact same time. And so... Um, somebody, you think of somebody like Harvey Weinstein, and you'll see that you know um, when Mars square Pluto is being described as an energy where our desires are intense and difficult to satisfy, you can see how somebody who is not in touch with their own psychology, who is not in touch with their um, deep deepest desires, and 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 all the things that are far beneath the surface that you got to dig deep to get into when you're talking about what motivates you and how you think about that recording that came out with that lady in him and who whom he had attempted to sexually assault just the day before but she came back the second day and recorded him and he told her to get on basically if you weren't going to do what I want you to do you can get on and you think about how if if you if we were to really get in touch with what motivates us, it might not be so difficult to get our desires met. But when somebody has to lose in order for the only way you can figure out to win is for somebody else to have to lose, then, yeah, this Mars square Pluto is going to be an energy of struggle for you. It's going to be an energy of confrontation for you. She had a confrontation the day before with him, and she recorded it that next day. She said, you're not going to pump me. <laughs> you're not going to uh, extort. You're going to, you know, these these men in these power, these plutonic, scorpionic positions, positions of power, positions of influence, utilizing that influence to manipulate the lower manifestational vibration of Scorpio. Using that, when you manipulate, somebody's got to lose because you don't, you don't want to play fair. <laughs> you don't, and, and you got to get into the psychology of that. That's why I was admonishing y'all last show when you were talking about psychopaths and all this stuff. You you got uh, and then here we go. Yesterday the news breaks that uh, Charles Manson passed. Okay, so you know this energy of of psychology, psychopaths, 
<laughs> you see what I'm saying? Scorpio, see new moon season. Jupiter exaggerating this Scorpio energy for the next year. If you get on the right side of the Scorpio, that it won't sound so scary to you that Jupiter is exaggerating the energy of of uh, manipulation and death and rebirth and transformation and psychology and ex- all things that are extreme and intense and obsessive and jealous because you'll be on the higher vibration of the Scorpio energy where you want, you're opening yourself up for death and rebirth. You're welcoming transformation in with open arms. You're, you're, not, you're fearlessly flying into the deep, flying into the unknown, flying into things that are hidden, things that are doors that are marked enter at your own risk. You're ripping off the caution tape because you want to get in there. You want to get in the nooks, the crannies, the crevices of your own life and psychology, of your, the, your own relationships in your life with people that you share intimacy with, with people that you share financial, emotional, and all other kinds of resources with. That doesn't scare you. It motivates you. You're motivated because your your desires are pure. What you want to create involves everybody involved winning. Nobody has to lose. So you're 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 excited about it. Okay. So um, if if you know you're vibrating high on this scorpionic energy, Mars square Pluto that started this week off, you may just simply want to be on the lookout for this and other people. So it doesn't mean be scared, walk around, you know, being fearful and you know, are they are they uh, do they have uh, low vibrational motivations, you know, towards me? Do they are they trying to get over on me? Are they trying to man- no? It means to simply be aware. That's the power in, you know, um, having someone like me who's super saggy coming to you, <laughs> which, you know, I mentioned that I'm a Sagittarius, sun sign Sagittarius periodically when I get on the air, but we're coming into a season starting this week, y'all, where the sun is going to be in Sagittarius for everybody, okay, starting tonight, Tuesday evening, 9.05 p.m. Central, the sun enters Sagittarius for everybody, and the moon's been in Sagittarius uh, up until today for everybody. So we all get, when, when, when these planetary bodies make transit to the sign of Sagittarius, you don't, you don't need to be a Sagittarius to be able to access that energy directly. So you're all going to have access here over the next month ahead to the ability to see. That's what the Sagittarius model is. I see. I perceive. And that's what I'm admonishing you to do with this um, Mars square Pluto energy instead of being scared if somebody's going to, you know, try to extort you, manipulate you, make you, put you in a position where you have to lose in order for them to win. You don't have to be afraid of being victimized when you can see. 
You got to open your eyes, though, and want to see the symbols, not the, don't get caught up in what people say, the words, the, the, the literal, the physical. That's only, that, that can be, that can easily be manipulated. You can say anything. You can put on a damn costume and look normal as hell and be Ted Bundy walking around here <laughs> chopping up people and eating their body parts behind closed doors. So, you know, uh, even I was reading about Charles Lansing yesterday. Y'all know I'd be diving deep, and when they said that the the man had uh, made transition, I said, God, oh, that's what I was going to mention to y'all too, but uh, but I'll finish this. When they said he had made transition, I was doing a little digging on him. Just I I like to go back. You know, yeah, the, the details of what, he was uh, the horrors and the and the violence uh, perpetrated on on people. I'm not gonna go there uh, whether they were innocent or not. But people, unsuspecting people, people that had to lose in order for him to feel like he was winning. Um, you know that that was bad enough. But then I y'all know I like to go back in people's history. Where did it start? Let's go deep. <laughs> Let's uncover some of these layers because people just don't wake up and go on murderous sprees in the name of social <laughs> change. You know, his motivations were real interesting, <laughs> you know. Um, but he had a, t- a tumultuous childhood as well, very tumultuous. Uh, they, they, uh, it is believed that his mother was a prostitute, so she didn't, she don't, likely she don't know who the daddy is. You know, and then everything that came along after that. This stuff matters. I remember a while back somebody mentioning the different gates can be born through. You can be born through the love gate. Your parents were in love, and you were one of their love children or their only love child. You can be born through the lust gate. Maybe you're a product of a one-night stand. You know, I'm not I'm not differentiating these different gates. I'm really recalling what someone else said, so I'm not the author of this. Uh, <clears throat> but even in relaying it to you, I'm not saying it from a place of judgment. I'm saying it from a place of showing you the different energies you can come to this plane of awareness through. Love gate, you got the lust gate. Y'all know what that means. That means it could have been a one-night stand. It could have been, oh, this was just my homie lover friend. This was just my uh, friend with benefits. And, oop, you know, what, like Kanye say, one day your your ass bust through the packaging. Like, damn. <laughs> um, and you could so it's the love gate, the lust gate, and then there's the rape gate. There's the rape gate. Some people came here through the frequency of violence, sex, sex, and violence. They came here through that through a low vibrational manifestation of that energy. When you think about the act itself, even if it, even if you came through the love gate, what if your mother was a virgin? That that when that hymen is broken and blood is shed, that's violence. That's a form of it. It's not low vibrational, but you can see even in the purest of the act, there's this this um, symbiosis with this blood. Mars represents blood. Mars also represents sex. 
That's why I want y'all during this, I, I'm encouraging y'all during this Sagittarius season that begins this evening for a month, I'm encouraging you guys to begin to see things through the eyes of a Sagittarius. Perceive things symbolically. Perceive the, 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 the higher meaning in everything. It's in everything. That's why I can get on here in two hours is not enough. I can do it all day. If they would let, if the uh, the the hosting the site would let me broadcast multiple times a day, I probably would, because it never ends. There's no end to it. So, Mars square Pluto that we started the week off with, obviously it, it was exact on Sunday, but this energy is gonna flow, y'all. If if I got these dates right, um, this is not gonna occur again at all in 2018, and our next Mars square Pluto will happen uh, February 1st of 2019. Okay, so know this. Know that every time when I talk about Mars and it's important to be doing something constructive and productive with your energy, that's going to be extremely critical this week as we're setting this Scorpionic tone with these that are inextricably linked to Scorpio, like Mars and Pluto, suggest we got to build with it. we got to construct with it. We have to lay a, a, a positive and powerful found and solid foundation with it. So um, the best, uh, when I was speaking on it last week, uh, when you're talking about, well, what if somebody manipulate, try to manipulate me, and, you know, what if somebody's, um, you know, trying to make me lose in order for them to win, what if somebody's trying to trick me, you know, this is the energy of, like, uh, doing things covertly, you know, not being straight up and down, but you're going in the back door and sideways to get it done because you, you want to win at all costs or this other person wants to win at all costs. The best thing I can tell you is the thing that I've mentioned to you before. Before you get to this eighth house, Scorpio, Pluto, Mars energy, you've got to go through the fourth house first. This is Scorpio is the second water house. The first water house is the fourth house of Cancer and the moon, an energy you have daily and intimate access to all the time, your emotions, how you feel. When you're around this person, how do you feel? Not what do you think. Mm-mm. How do you feel? Go there in the bowels of your body, in your, in your gut, where your intuition lies, in the brain that's like, there's a brain down there. You don't have to think when you're relying on the brain down there, when you're lying on, when you're relying on that gut. Just sit inside that gut. You see when Iyama, <laughs> that's my girl. You see when Iyama Van Zandt, when, she re, when she's talking to somebody and they get to, they either get to, you can see it. So if I, I, it's, I, it's like a movie. You see it playing out. And you'll see her either ask them a question and they either get stuck and they don't know what to say or they start crying and they don't say anything because they're crying. And she has them breathe. She always has them breathe. Because that brings you back into your present self. That brings you back into your bowels. That brings you back into your gut. That brings you, that gives you access to those feelings. And she has them breathe, and she puts her hand either, it depends on what's going on. She'll either put her hands on their chest, 
but almost nine times out of ten, she'll put her hands on their right there in that sacral chakra area between the, the yeah. It won't be. It'll be more towards the bottom, that sacral chakra area, and she'll say, "Now, now, go there. Go into your feelings. See, so many people, like I mentioned before, they don't want to feel. They're scared of feelings, and this this is just not the time to do this. In this season, being scared of your feelings, it may cost you your life." Being scared of your feelings in this season, it may mean the difference between you making a powerful decision, a decision to be powerful, and a decision to be pitiful. It's a, it will be a pitiful state of affairs if you end up in a messed up situation because you were afraid to feel your way through it. What if it is rejection? Feel it. What if it is sadness, grief, or sorrow? Feel it. Feel your way through it. The only way to get to do it is to go through it, to get through it. You trying to avert and avoid your feelings in this season will not serve you no kind of way positively. So that that is my strong suggestion to you because if you can allow yourself to feel and you get really unafraid to feel whatever it is, it's a couple of things that can happen. You know, you could mess around and find out, end up finding out that you're, you're exceedingly more powerful than you gave yourself credit for when you were busy being scared to feel. And you also could end up finding out that your gut is right and that that's okay. That's not your fault that the person that you're in the presence of is, I'm I'm watching my words here these days, y'all, because to call somebody pure evil could be a cop-out, you know. It just depends on the situation. Um. But, you know, you yeah, you might find that the person you're in the presence of does not have your best intentions at heart. The, the person you're in the presence of may be in a mode of you losing in order for them to win. It's possible, but you'll never find out if you're so afraid to feel that you just blindly go through a situation with no access to zero feelings because you're trying to numb them out or avoid them, and you end up in the presence of a Charles Manson, the people that the, the, his followers were called the family, and they described these people as just like just like the boy I told y'all last episode. This psychopathic, well, this boy they labeled psychopathic that that killed his quote unquote friend. You know, they said this boy just he he this was not really his friend. He never said he was his friend, but he said every time he was with his real friend, this little boy would always follow him. And when he asked the boy, did he trust him, he said yes, and he thought that was the stupidest thing he could have said. Charles Manson's followers, the family, uh, you know, that he, uh, at the time that he recruited these young people, he was 30-something. Charles was 30-something, and these young people were like, you know, fresh out of high school or in high school, teenagers. And they, right along with him, lost their entire lives following this 
psychopath, sociopath. So it's it's very important not to cut off. They they were so busy. They it said uh, one of the things I read that they were so busy. Um, they they supposedly didn't have happy home lives and all this stuff. So they were more than ready to link up with him, smoke some you know do some drugs and uh, had, they said he would had they would have orgies on this you know compound that they lived on and all this stuff like you know hell that sounds like a whole lot more fun than going home and having to follow rules and. And feel, <laughs> you see what I'm saying? So to, when you that's that's the, all that stuff was escapism. They were trying to escape that escape feeling, escape their real lives. This is not that season. Like I said, this is the season. All those things. If your feelings are behind the door, mark enter at your own risk. It's time to rip off the caution tape now. This is there's a time and season for everything. And while the sun, uh, um, while the new moon season is in Scorpio, while Jupiter is in Scorpio, exaggerating this energy, it's Judgment Day, my babies. So let's let's be about that business of diving deep. Let's be about that this business of diving deep into our psychology, asking ourselves why. Why do we feel? First, you gotta. Feel. You gotta get through that fourth house first. First, you gotta feel. You gotta access those feelings. You gotta. You gotta just sit in it. If you feel sad, at least acknowledge it. That's just like a a, a child saying, "I feel sad," and you're just like, "Well, it's time to go do this, that, and the third. And just like they never said nothing. That's gonna. That's gonna be a problem. You'll see it over time. How much of a problem that's gonna be. And so our inner child, our inner children, our inner selves, our gut-level emotional selves wants to be acknowledged. And so we, it's our duty during, during this season to do that, to ask our inner child, how do you feel right now? Periodically, check in. What do you need? That's they're in the fourth house with cancer and the moon is it's it's about needs with the moon. What do you need? Are you okay? And this Jupiter and Scorpio, I hadn't mentioned the um oh, before I go there, everything I, there's so much, y'all, there's so much. I had I was mentioning before with Charles um Charles Manchin passing on. Um I heard the news of Della Reese passing on. There was another one yesterday. I've told y'all I, I hadn't harped on it. I hadn't made a point of it like I'm about to now. And and when you hear the word death, you know, and rebirth, you know, transformation, transition, um, that all these scorpionic keywords a lot of times it's not physical death, but sometimes it is. With Jupiter in this Scorpio area, while we're here in this Scorpio new moon season, exaggerating things, that's why you heard about three deaths in one day. And I admit to tell you all in the last show that we were likely going to be hearing about physical deaths over this season over this Scorpio new moon season. And, and uh, yesterday, that was just one day after the actual new moon. And I meant to mention that, that during this Scorpio new moon season, 
uh, we were likely going to be hearing about a good amount of people making transitions. I definitely am not saying that to scare you. I'm saying that to inform you so once again you can make a conscious decision. That's the beauty and the power of tapping in, tuning in, and knowing yourself astrologically is that you get to choose. You get to choose if you're going to access this Scorpio energy of death and rebirth on the highest vibration or and, and proactively and, and from a standpoint like this Mars square Pluto denotes, from a standpoint of being willing to make adjustments, being willing to turn corners, being willing to be tested and tried, and change. When you're tested and tried, you get an opportunity to make some different decisions. And so um, then you don't have to worry about the lower vibrational manifestations I, in my own life. I know this is a new moon season, but it's a new moon season that has to do with death. It has to do with sharing. No longer is it my, 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 mine if it ever was, but it's about considering the other. Nobody else having to lose in order for me to win. Um, <clears throat> being willing to put an end, a death to things in order for something else to be reborn. I wasn't um, on the air to broadcast and talk to you all about it, but the very Taurus, the opposite energy of Scorpio, the very Taurus full moon that preceded this Scorpio new moon season, uh, of course, any full moon is about shedding, releasing, and letting go. Why? Just, just to be shedding, releasing, and letting go? No, because as that full moon is waning, you're you're shedding right along with it in preparation of this dark moon energy, this new moon energy, like we're experiencing now during Scorpio new moon season while the moon is waxing again towards fullness when we have the Gemini full moon here in another uh, week and a half. This death and death is not the end. That's the point. That's the point when you see it in a full moon, in a full moon season, when the moon is, Dying for life, you know, for all intents and purposes, shedding that light back to new, complete darkness. And even in a Scorpio season where the energy is about death very strongly, this is one of the rare new moons where, just like when we had the full moon in Aries, the full moon kind of denotes the ending, the beginning of the end. <laughs> But then Aries is the is the sign that begins the entire zodiac. So there's this uh, juxtaposition of energies where it's the it's it's yeah it's a full moon ending, but it's Aries beginning energy all together in one. Same kind of similar kind of thing going on here where you've got a new moon energy. New moons are about new beginning, new moon, new beginning. Okay, but then you've got this scorpionic energy attached to it right now that is a lot about things dying and and and, and a sense of um 
um, of purging. Yeah, you go think we go deep and things rise up from the depths inside of us and 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 the depths of our situations to be dealt with. And a lot of times, the way we deal with them in Scorpio season is to release them, is to let them go, is to end them, is to bring the death to them. So something new, better, brighter, bigger more powerful, more positive can be reborn in its place. Um, But, yeah, that's what I wanted to mention to y'all is that this season, you're just a heads up, you're likely going to be seeing a lot of um, physical death, um, physical death around us. So just, you know, embrace that energy. Um, I was studying um, the Santa Muerte, uh, the saint of death and that energy for quite a while. And I I didn't end up just fully adopting that as a lifestyle and a practice, um, uh, a spiritual system that I just am going to follow. But I loved what it represented, which is, you know, instead of fearing death, instead of, because it's, it's, it's Every like everybody listening to this show, it's our destiny to have that date one day <laughs> where we make transition. However that it, however that comes about, and um, instead of fearing it and, and trying to delay it and prolong it, um, I'm definitely not admonishing you to jump head first in it. You know, physically, as in take your life, but. Um, I'm admonishing us to, like I say, with the open arms and our as as it relates to our attitude, living every day as if it, as if it was your last. You know, what if you didn't have another chance to make things right, to make particular transform necessary changes and transformations and adjustments uh, to to your motivations, to the way you live your lifestyle? If you um, are given an opportunity just waking up today to make sure that today I'm going to live in such a way that nobody has to lose in order for me to win, then it, we should do that. We should do that. Um, and this, I think this season is going to really teach us the, that in such an acute way. Uh, I, hopefully it's not through a physical death of, of someone close to you. Um, and hopefully it's just a lesson that you can proactive about astrology, y'all. That's why I'm here to share the information so you can make a choice. You can choose. I'm going to access this death frequency on the highest vibrations. I'm going to kill some stuff. I'm going to put a death to some things in my own life, a death to some ways of being and thinking, a death to um, some certain uh, lower vibrational manifestations of Scorpio that, that Mama Dada has described um, that I've been um, operating under. I'm gonna put a death to that. I'm gonna put a death to uh, uh, no, you know, not being not being willing to access my feelings and, and check in with my inner child to make sure he or she is okay. I'm gonna put a death to that, and I'm gonna be reborn anew, somebody transformed into someone who who willingly accesses their feelings, even if they're tough feelings. I'm gonna access them. I'm at least gonna acknowledge them. And endeavor to, to, to transform them, to transmute them. Instead of being sad, let me take these strong emotions that I have access to that keep coming up. That's a good. If it keeps coming up, learn to use, use your, if you are a manipulator, 
a covert operator. Learn to you manipulate those feelings and use them for and 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 use them for your highest good instead of in a way where somebody else has to lose. Because ultimately you lose when you do this stuff that way. When you operate on a low vibrational Pluto energy, you end up being the one that loses. So let's move on, y'all. Um, the it's, it's redundant, and it's it, it's when things are redundant in a spiritual sense. To me, that just means that spirit really wants us to pay attention. It's been Scorpio. See, this actually, Mars square Pluto happened in the season of Scorpio. I'm just now talking about it. Well, it's still the season of Scorpio right now. It won't be the season of Sagittarius till this evening. Um, so Mars square Pluto is happening in the season of Scorpio. That's, that's three ways right there. And it's happening in the season of a Scorpio new moon. That's four ways. And it's happening in the season of Jupiter being in Scorpio and Sagittarius. That's five ways. That's redundancy. When things are redundant in in, in redundant in uh, the spiritual sense and energetic sense like this, that spirit is trying to say, pay a freaking attention. So, pay attention. <laughs> Pay attention to your desires. Pay attention to what you're creating. Pay attention to your motivations. Pay attention to your psychology and the psychology of others. Pay attention to people you share resources with. Focus. Pay attention to what you're putting your energy into. Make sure it's productive and constructive. Okay? Pay attention to if, if when you win, other people have to lose. Pay attention. All right, so then we move on in the week, and um, we've got the moon going void uh, yesterday evening, 6.26 p.m. Central. Um, And then as of 1.14 a.m. Central today, the moon is actually now in Capricorn. So it's time to get down to business here over the next few days. It's time to get down to business. Capricorn is a real serious energy. Uh, It's an earth energy, so even more so we're going to feel compelled to be constructive and productive. Um, When the moon is in earth energies, we want to produce something. We want to have something to show for our hard, heart, smart work. And we're not that emotional. If we if we do if emotions do come up right now, if we are accessing our feelings, we'll be more inclined to transmute them under this energy because we'll put those feelings and emotion into the work that we got to get done. You know, I'm feeling sad, but I'll be feeling better. You know, when my place is clean. You know, I'll be feeling better when I, I get the, you know I get this check and get to go. You know. Uh, to the spa, I can use the money that I'm working hard for right now to go to the spa, and, you know, I'll be feeling better after that. Like, it's that kind of thing with the moons in Capricorn. We we have access to more discipline under this moon um, that we're under right now and for the next couple of few days, Um, more patience. Capricorn, any earth energy is going to feel a little bit slower, but we can utilize that to our advantage by slowing down long enough to be able to access the energy of responsibility, taking care of business, 
and um, delaying gratification, okay? Like I said, it will be feeling better when we get to be able to do this, so let's just get there. Um, Capricorn, the GOAT, 30-year cycles, you know, it may take this whole two days, three days while the moon's in Capricorn, but if we can just get there, then we'll get that success. The, the, The ultimate, the end of this Capricorn journey is the success. It's making progress. You know, it's reaching the goal, it's reaching the top of the mountain and, you know, that satisfaction of achievement and um, the rewards, okay? Um, While the moon's in Capricorn, also as it relates to your feelings, you may seek the wise counsel of an elder, a mentor, a parent, a teacher under this influence, and they may be able to really help you get uh, 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 an authority figure, the uh, um, a supervisor, a superior, someone who's the authority on a particular matter. Like I mentioned in last uh, the last show, you know, if you're concerned, like you're you're attracted to children, or you you know have um, homicidal thoughts or tendencies or things like that, this will be a powerful time to speak to an authority on that matter. There are people, just like this um, gentleman that was helping this uh, young child, this teenager that was labeled psychopathic, he was able to successfully, we're not going to say he was rehabilitated, it had only been two years, but at the point where he was being interviewed, the interview I saw the the, um, teenager do, he was at least that this gentleman had brought him to a point where he was able to acknowledge. He, I mean, he was able to break break his own psychology down. He, the 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 gentleman had brought him that far along in his journey of beginning to recognize his motivations and where they come from. That's why I say I'm not going to judge somebody who's attracted to children. Now, there's going to be automatic judgment, especially right now, if you actually act on those attractions during this season. It's not going to bode well for you at all. But if you aren't acting on them, but you are acknowledging that those desires are there, there's help for you this season. And while the moon is in Capricorn over the next few days, I strongly encourage you to um, seek out that help. You know, Capricorns, <laughs> I know a couple of them, um, they're not really, they tend not to be inclined to seek out help. They tend to, you know, Capricorn is like in the highest position on the astrological wheel, and, you know, they're the boss, and, you know, they, they're the authority, you know, of their own lives and things like this. They parent themselves, and so they tend not to seek that out. But I encourage you, even if you are a Capricorn or have strong Capricorn or 10th house energy in your chart, to at least seek out someone who is an authority on the very thing that you're interested in, sexual, sadism, deviancy, all that stuff. Look, just look into it. This is the season of, of Scorpio. The Jupiter's here exaggerating this energy of research and investigation. Do your research. Look into it. This is the time to to go deep. And so don't miss out on a chance because of your ego. Don't miss out on a chance because you, you're you're the boss. That doesn't make you any less the boss of your own life because you consult with an authority on a particular matter. 
that'll all that's going to do is 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 it show you bossing up even more. Capricorn is the energy of being responsible. You want to be so responsible. You want to be such an authority that you're you're at least willing to consult with other authorities on a particular matter to to just um, sharpen your iron even more. You'll be even more of the boss, okay? So um, under this uh, Capricorn moon energy, just make sure you're getting the most bang for your buck. If you actually got the nerve to put time into talking to someone, put time into doing something, you're do- doing things that are productive and constructive, make sure you're reaping the, the, you're actually producing the desired results. We'll be more inclined to be practical under this influence, uh, the influence of uh, Capricorn moon and uh, have more structure and stability in our lives. <laughs> I think I got a jump on this energy yesterday. So I, I stay ahead, y'all. It's so funny. Anyway, also Pluto is in Capricorn. Pluto is in Capricorn. The same Pluto that Mars is squaring right now is in this Capricorn energy. So that's probably the jump I got on it was this Mars square Pluto energy. Like I said, it don't have to be a problem if you're utilizing your Mars energy, which is just the energy to act, to take action. When you're utilizing your energy, the the ability you have to take action, you don't have to sit around and be sad when you can do something about it. And when you make a decision to do something about it that doesn't cause harm to anybody else, it doesn't mean somebody else has to lose in order for you to no longer be sad, then that's a win. That's a win. It Mars show enough want to win, that's for sure. So you win when you make the, high, make the higher decision to do something higher with your energy. Yeah, with Mars you can do something violent. <laughs> oh, if I'm going to be sad, it's going to be a whole bunch of sad, most sad people other than me. <laughs> you know, that's low vibrational. Uh, high vibrational is saying, you know what, I'm going to do some. I'm going to make sure nobody else has to be sad. Look, you flipped it. You flipped it on its head. You flipped it on its head and everybody is wins. Uh, you can even think of sticking it to the person who, you know, I don't, I, I, I believe in taking full responsibility. So if I'm feeling sad, I don't care what somebody did that preceded me feeling sad. I'm, I can choose to do something with that and no longer be sad. So I just, I, when I talk to my mama's babies, when I, when people get consults from me, I, you can hear from just two shows ago talking to Lisa. I'm not good at being in a, in a pity party for people, feeling sad and sorry for people because I know our power. I I see it all the time. People, we are so powerful. We can do whatever it is we get good and ready to do, even kill somebody. But we can also make some powerful, productive, constructive decisions towards life and rebirth and transformation in the Scorpio season and change and rising from the ashes. So, also um, at 5:29 a.m. Central today, Venus in Scorpio uh, formed a sextile to this um, Pluto and Capricorn energy. So. 
the moon being in Capricorn is forming a sextile to all this energy that's in Scorpio right now, including Venus, Jupiter, and the sun. Um, uh, let's see. Uh, the, the Venus sextile Pluto before this, January 20th of this year, and it will sextile Pluto again. Venus will uh, February 27th of next year. So this isn't so uncommon. It looks like it ends up happening a couple of times a year. And this energy is just talking about Venus, as we know, is the love and the money. It's the values. It's our point of attraction, okay? It, it's there's a social, a strong social, as far as social relationships. That's why it's not just love romantically, but it's a social relationship with just people um, that we interact with. And then Pluto, of course, is that everything we've been talking about. Pluto is the modern ruler of Scorpio. So Pluto is the power. Pluto is the control. And so um, under the inf- sex talks talk about an opportunity. They're not trying. They, they don't just fall into our laps. We have to take um, steps toward the higher vibrations of this energy to access all of the uh, positivity, uh, all of what the, those higher vibrations can mean and manifest for us. It's not just going to happen automatically or, or, or so effortlessly and easily. We'll have to put in some effort. But if we're willing to put in the effort, uh, when Venus is sextile and Pluto, it's a beautiful opportunity for money and the relationships, everything that we value. Um, Pluto adds a powerful element to these Venusian things, okay? But with the sextile, it takes the sting out. It's it's not so overwhelming with Pluto, offensive or unpleasant, okay? Um, but we can be we can, we have access to confidence in our in in the context of our contacts and and dealings with others, um, but to where they're not so overwhelmed, and we have an opportunity to appreciate the power, the 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 depth, and the intensity, and the authenticity going deep and being intimate with others when we deal with them, okay? So that's beautiful. That's powerful. It's just what we need <laughs> with all this strong, intense Mars square Pluto energy and, you know, Scorpio new moon season and Jupiter and Scorpio exaggerating it all. We get Venus here in the energy of Scorpio forming a sextile to Pluto um, to kind of, but Venus, where I always tell people when I'm talking about Venus, Venus brings the ease and Venus brings the comfort. So it makes it a bit more comfortable. Take advantage of Venus sextiling Pluto today. It just sextiled Pluto a couple of hours ago exactly, but we know if you've been listening to um, Your World Healer, your dark and lovely astro tarot goddess for any length of time, you know that these alignments don't happen in a vacuum. Venus, yes, Venus is sextile in Pluto today, but Venus is going to be in Scorpio for a little bit. Pluto's been in Capricorn for a lot of bit. It's still going to be there. Um, if you're curious, they're aligning at the 17th degree. Venus is at 17 degrees Scorpio and Pluto is at 17 degrees Capricorn. These signs in Western astrology carry with them 30 degrees. So this is in the second beacon. It's in the middle. It's in this fixed 
area of both signs. So, you know, this is can show itself as a determination. I think the opportunity will be best taken. Like I say, sex styles represent opportunities. I think this opportunity to deepen our love, deepen our relationships, especially we're in this season, this holy day season, we got this time with family and friends coming up. It's going to be a beautiful opportunity to deepen these connections on the intense level without being overwhelming. And I think we'll do that best by being determined here in this fixed deacon, this middle deacon that is this fixed energy. Instead of being stubborn, that's not going to serve you. That's a lower vibrational manifestation of fixed energy. Instead of being stubborn, flip that energy on its head and raise the vibration of stubbornness to access determination. It's the same thing. Stubbornness and determination is the same thing. It's just that determination is the higher vibration of stubbornness, okay? And so take advantage of this opportunity to bring a little ease, bring a little comfort to some intense, extreme situations in our lives, intense, extreme, you know, energies in us by being determined to take it easy on people, ease, comfort being determined to bring a little comfort. Instead of going into the, the Holy Day celebration with family and friends with, well, I know they're going to be tripping and I know this person is always, be, go into it with the determination to you bring, come on, you accessing your Pluto, your power, your intensity, your extremism, you be extremely easy. You, be, you bring, extremely bring the intense comfort. I'm bringing Venus, but I'm determined to bring Venus with me. Y'all y'all can't talk to me about nothing because I done sat up and literally not been, not been invited to an entire side of my family's holiday celebration. Now, you take that and tell me about, Bring it extreme, and I, and I ain't mad at not one of them. I love each and every last one of them, and with you know, it's no love loss. I'm determined to bring the ease and the comfort in in extreme situations in my own life. I don't get on this show and talk to y'all from a a Sagittarius, a low vibrational Sagittarius, self-righteous, I've got it all together and my life is perfect and so I'm in a position to point fingers at y'all and wag my finger. No. I'm, I'm so passionate when I get on here and can go for hours and hours if they would let me. Thank God they cut it off at two hours, or I would. Uh, I can do that because I'm living it. I'm living the divine opportunities to either be stubborn. Oh, you're not going to invite me to Thanksgiving, bitch? Oh, really? (laughs) And I could, you know, really mess myself up. Acting out of fear, acting out of, you know, hurt feelings, 
or I can take the, the divine opportunity that all this Scorpio, this Scorpio energy everywhere, I done already listed the five ways, and that's just the five I've picked out and to point out to y'all. I'm coming with Scorpio, Pluto, Apex energy all day, every day in my chart, in my natal chart. So I know a little something about taking hurt feelings, taking sad feelings, taking uh, people who do, who can only feel like they winning, fooling with me, uh, when they can make me feel when they can put me in a position to where, in their eyes, I'm losing. I don't look at it that way. I, I decided years ago that I was only going to look. Uh, that's the Mama Dada motto. That's why you see that FWM every time you see a post of mine. FWM, fuck with me. Fool with me. Um because I decided years ago I was only going to fool with people that fool with me. And, the, and and I made a decision years ago that those that didn't fool with me, I, they don't exist. I pull a Mariah Carey on them. Like, who? I don't know them. <laughs> not to be not to be low vibrational, mean, or anything like that, but just the, this is how you vibrate higher. You don't even engage. I pulled this card in my own personal tarot spread this week. The nine of swords. You don't even engage with dirty energy. It can only the, 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 the it can only play out in these you know crazy ways if you attach your energy to it. If you remove your energy, if you dissolve and absolve your energy from the situation. It can't thrive. It can't exist. It can't live in this Scorpio energy of death and rebirth. Look, something's got to die. So I fool with the people that fool with me. I may not have been invited to one part of the family, you know. And you know it all. Yeah, y'all been following my journey here on this show. I done got kicked out, <laughs> you know. All in the now. This is all in the name of astrology, y'all on some old religious stuff, on some old religious mindset. People, I, I, like I say, I, I came into this world with intense Scorpionic energy. I came through the Scorpio gate, got my name from a Scorpio, my game from a Scorpio. So this ain't nothing new to me. <laughs> I'm getting quite used to these extreme and intense situations. And I'm encouraging you through taking a brief moment to kind of put a little bit of my personal stuff out there to encourage y'all that you can be determined to bring the ease and the comfort. When I got kicked out, my only response was one word. Okay. I didn't argue. I didn't contest it. I didn't protest it. I didn't fight. I didn't try to plead my case. I said, okay. I packed my bag. I was gone the next day, less than 24 hours. I said, okay, because I'm not going to play dirty with you. I'm not going to engage on this low vibrational manifestation where you have to talk down to somebody in order for you to feel good about yourself, where you have to um, 
even feel the need to go back and forth. You can sit here and be low vibrational, low vibrational by yourself. All I got for you is okay. And knowing, and knowing that I'm okay, that's what helps me maneuver through these tough situations. Is if I'm on the street under a tent, I'm okay. Huh. If I don't get to go to no Holy Day celebration with nobody, I'll be somewhere eating. <laughs> it's certain things I do like to eat around this time just because it feels good. You know, I'm human. I'm, I'm not, I promise you I'm not going to miss out. I'm going to create here in this Scorpio season of desire and, and what we create. I'm going to create what I desire, and I'm still going to be okay. So I'm just encouraging y'all, Venus Sextile Pluto this week is a divine opportunity to foster, continue to successfully foster relationships with people that do fool with you. <laughs> continue to, that's, this is the opportunity to continue to foster those. Energy flows where attention goes. You can sit up all day if you want to. I'm here to tell you from, from personal experience, you can sit up here if you want to and focus on who don't fool with you. Well, why? And I can't believe it. And I'm going to make them feel bad for not inviting me. And I'm going to, you know, make them feel like they're they're not really, you know, who they claim to be because, you know, I, I choose instead to focus my energy on those people that do fool with me, that do recognize and see my Venus values, that do see my value and my worth. Like I see it, Venus represents, uh, it governs two different um, signs, uh, Libra and Taurus. But in that Taurus area space, you know, it governs that self-esteem and and knowing your own value and self-worth and confidence. If you're sitting around waiting on one particular group, Venus is a social group. If you're sitting around waiting on one particular group of people to, to acknowledge your value, you know, this week is a divine opportunity. Once again, we're in this time of making some shifts and changes and transforming some energy, putting a death, uh, ending certain ways of doing and being so we can be reborn anew. You're going to like your new self at the end of this cycle. You're going to love your new self at the end of this cycle. You're going to love who you're being reborn into. You're going to love rising from the ashes like a phoenix. You can burn up every part of my family, not physically, the people, but the connections. You can burn it all up, and I'm still going to rise from the dang ashes like a phoenix and fly off into new territory. Come on. Phoenix rising. Sagittarius going higher. As of tonight, we're going to be in sad season, and you're going to be able to access. You got a preview of it earlier in the week because the moon was in sag. Now you're just for a few days, but now you're going to get this sun in sag season, having direct access. The sun is a more outward expression, a more external expression of our will, of our ego, of of ourselves, of our personality. And you're going to be able to access very directly more energy that allows you to rise and go higher. You can, I'll put it to you like this, <laughs> the day, um, the Thanksgiving holiday, whatever else you may celebrate, um, 
uh, it's going to be during the time of the sun in Sagittarius. So you're going to have to work really hard to create an old messed up situation this weekend, later this week. You're, it'll be much easier for you to access that silver lining in a dark cloud. That's probably helping me not to be worried about nothing, about not getting invited somewhere, because guess what? I... I can't, well, I'm I'm naturally super saggy, hello, solar return season coming. <laughs> um, but also, like I said, we all are going to have access to this Sagittarius energy as of this evening in a very direct, acute, and profound, and a, 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 in a way that will eat, can easily show itself. All you got to do is tap in. And when you consciously tap in, all the more. So Sagittarius is the energy of that silver lining in a dark cloud. I don't give a damn how many dark If, if your family, look, that, that's why I'm telling y'all stuff like this. I don't give a damn if your family turn their back on you and don't invite you to the dang celebration. It, every day of Sagittarius season is a celebration, you heard me? So you got access to a celebration. Party of one, let's go. <laughs> okay. It's the silver lining in the dark cloud. It's the optimism and the positivity. It's the being able to rise above. That's why it, it don't matter what's going on. For all the ones, you know, sliding around on a belly on the ground and bottom feeding looking, you know, Sagittarius can rise above that. Sagittarius that phoenix rising from the ashes, Sagittarius is the energy that rises. That's why it can be optimistic. It's not just a delusional energy. Well, you know, we're just going to ignore the fact you didn't get invited to the holiday. And No, it's not about necessarily ignoring it. It's just about the fact that in Sagittarius energy, you get to see. That's why Sagittarius' motto is, I see. Sagittarius is a seer, a perceiver, because Sagittarius can perceive there's so much more than this one pocket of people that don't fool with me over some BS, over some astrology. You don't fool with me because I study and teach astrology? That's what makes me so (laughs) invaluable to you? Let people expose that. This is the beauty of this Scorpio new moon season energy, Jupiter here exaggerating it all. The sun's still here right now in Scorpio until tonight. Is that you get to see this is where Venus sextiling Pluto is giving us an opportunity to access people's motivation. You're not doing anything but exposing yourself to me. Because if you can ostracize yourself from somebody you're blood-related to because they study and teach astrology, then you're showing yourself for who you really are. Thank you. That's why I say embrace. Don't run from this energy. Don't run from your feelings. Don't run from the intensity of intimacy. Don't run from the potential that somebody could be out to get you to lose so they can win. Don't run from that. That's nothing to run from. And maybe you needed to hear somebody say that to you so you could get gain a new perspective. Sagittarius energy is also about new perspectives, new adventures, new experiences. So be open to that. 
the sad season is a season to be open. It's a season to find the humor in stuff. Come on. And Venus sextile Pluto uh, uh, that it is exact today, it, and and that's going to be real prevalent during these um, uh, this week in the holidays. It's going to be an opportunity for you to open yourself up to the potential to to allow your own power and intensity to shine through. You are greater than what the challenges of this time period. You are greater than those who would try to put you in a position where you lose so they can win. You're stronger. You're more powerful. Get done. Don't sell yourself short. Venus is that self-worth and that value. You have an opportunity to access that confidence to know that you're enough, that you're worthy, that you're valuable, that you're priceless, that you're irreplaceable. If anybody's trying to replace you or or, uh, dim your value, devalue you, that's their loss. Thank you, thank you. Caller from the 718, I see you with your hand raised. You are live and on the air with your world healer, please. Caller from the 718, you there? All right, I'll check back in. People accidentally press. If you press one on the keypad, it will appear as though you're raising your hand. So, I, just in case you did intend to, and maybe your um, you had mute pressed on your phone and weren't able to unpress it in time, I'll check back. We've got uh, about 24 minutes left in the show. I'll check back in just a bit. Um, thank you so much for calling in and listening. It's um, my pleasure to be here to serve you guys, to energetically prepare y'all for, for what is and what is to come, all right? Um, if you were born with Venus, sextile Pluto in your chart like Jay-Z and Barry White and John Coltrane, these people, uh, like anybody who would be born today, would be born under Venus, sextile Pluto like these celebrities. If you were born under this energy, this uh, this alignment, these as- this aspect in your natal chart would tend to make you um, more passionate about powerfully. That's the Pluto aspect. More passionate about these Venusian things. Um, any passionate about your values, okay? Um, whatever those values are. So. Um, this to a person with this influence in their chart, um, giving love and receiving love would be very important. And and you know, having strong values, they wouldn't be able to live powerfully and passionately without it. Okay. Um, the Mars square Pluto um, influence. Uh, I've neglected to mention that celebrities like Oprah Winfrey, Bruce Lee. Nicki Minaj, Drake, Muhammad Ali, Naomi Campbell, Richard Pryor, and Carrie Hilson uh, were born under this influence and that people, uh, like people born this week, they would have Mars square Pluto in their natal chart just like these celebrities. And these people would um, tend to be very powerful and dominant and have strong desires and a strong desire to be prominent and powerful. You know, you think about Oprah Winfrey, you think about Muhammad Ali, like, you know, come on. They knew they were the greatest. Like, they knew they were powerful and they were very determined to use their energy for those purposes. All right? So 
keeping it moving. Let you know what, before I go any further, let me go ahead and mention real quick the, these um, these cards. I've mentioned them in, in you know over the last couple of shows in various ways, but let me break them down. Uh, for Jupiter and Scorpio season, what sticks out stands out to me about this spread, about this uh, Jupiter being in Scorpio, exaggerating this energy, making everyday judgment day. And it's so interesting that three out of the four cards that came out are court cards. That's significant. And then the only non-court card that came out being the nine of pentacles is such a strong card in and of itself. So, you know, Nine of Pentacles is the card of us being self-reliant. You're not worried about somebody trying to get you to lose in order for them to win. You're not worried about not being invited to stuff. You're not worried about people not fooling with you because you're self-reliant. The Nine of Pentacles is the card of, yeah, you may be alone, but you're not lonely with the Nine of Pentacles. And this came up in the past position. So this is what we are taking with us into this Jupiter and Scorpio transit over the next year is this inherent protection. Rejection is a protection, my baby. <laughs> when somebody rejects you, say thank you because <laughs> I'm protected. That's the pro- rejection is the protection. Think about people who would devalue you in such a way, not fooling with you. They're doing you a favor. Nine of Pentacles is the card of relying on yourself. And and in so relying on yourself, this is the card of luxury and flourishing and comfort. Once again, just like I already said in the show, you're bringing the comfort. You're bringing the extreme comfort and ease with you when you come through. This is the card of being resourceful. Come on, you take what you do have and you it's more than enough. It's more than enough when you take what you have. When when I was talking to I believe it was a mama's baby about that uh in the in in the in the scriptures it talks about the talents that were handed out. And you got the one that got ten and I believe the other one got like five and then you got the one that just got one. And the one with ten and five, they squandered it. They were like, ooh, talents. Look, pinnacles looking at us. Like, ooh, got me some pinnacles. I'm going to go spend it. Look, I'm going to go make it rain. It's mine. I spend it. And you got the one that got one. He was so damn thankful for the one pinnacle that he turned it into two. And he was the one that the master said, well done. That's exactly, the one with 10 could have turned it into 20. The one with 5 could have turned it into 10, but they was too busy making it rain. The one that got one and was thankful, the one that said, oh, I got one, that's all I need. That's all I need. It's better than zero. That's all I need. I got more than enough, and I can turn it into two. So now I went from zero to two. That's the Venus energy. Also, to throw in with that Venus sextile Pluto that we're under the influence of right now is the opportunity to be determined, to making this opportunity turn into a beautiful gift by being determined to be thankful for what you do have. That's the protection. That's the security. 
You don't have to worry about the one with the one talent, the one pinnacle, one talent. He ain't never got to worry about having zero again. Because if he can turn one into two, he can turn two into four, and he can turn four into eight by being thankful and, and, and being wise, being resourceful. Okay, I'm going to take this and I'm going to invest it. I'm not going to squander it on Louboutins, on Red Bottoms. I'm going to make an investment and for my future and for the future of my progeny. The 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 motto with this nine of pentacles card is that I open the the affirmation is I open myself. I've I've been talking about that all show being open to this energy and ready to embrace instead of being fearful. I open myself to life's bounty with gratitude, an attitude of gratitude. I don't care who don't fool with you, who don't invite you somewhere, be safe, just say thank you. They did you a favor. Even if you can't recognize it in that moment, just say thank you on faith. This is a card of discipline, disciplining yourself. That's going to help you also with these challenges and these tests that we start this week out with this Mars square Pluto energy, both representing uh, Scorpio. And, to, and telling a story definitely for this entire Scorpio New Moon season, but for this, clearly, this Jupiter and Scorpio season too. It came out in the cards. Is discipline. That's what we're bringing with us. That's what we're, we have access to to help us be successful during this entire year of Jupiter and Scorpio. This is also a card of feeling restless. That's why I say it's the energy of being alone but not lonely. You can do, and the, and the resourcefulness. One may be the loneliest number, but damn it, you can do something with one. You, one talent may not be ten talents, but damn it, you can do something with that one. So t- channel that restless energy into being determined to flourish. This is a card of flourishing. You look at the Nine of Pentacles card, Baby, she got everything she needs, and nine is plenty, baby. There's freedom and liberation in this card. There's travel in this card. There's change of residence in this card. And in addition to the nine of pentacles, the other pentacles card in this spread that governs the entire energy of Jupiter and Scorpio season is this king of pentacles. So this is it. We already we, we bring in with us this flourishing energy and the overall energy for the entire season is the card of thriving, the King of Pentacles. So we go from luxury that we're bringing with us to the overall energy of Jupiter and Scorpio season being the luxury of having the Midas touch, the luxury of your goals being realized, the luxury of being. See, these are these, this is a court card right here. So this is talking about a person, and I like to before we get to whoever else it could be. Let's just say it's you. And overall, it'll be you being faithful to your own self, loyal to your own self. You you don't want somebody to manipulate you and make you lose in order for them to have to win. You be the change. You be the extreme. Like I said, care with this Venus sextile Pluto. You carrying into whatever situation you're going into, social situation, the extreme comfort, the extreme ease. King of Pentacles card right here. 
It's an energy of encouraging you, encouraging yourself, you being committed to yourself, you being loyal to yourself, you being steady for yourself, dependable for yourself. Pinnacle's energy is steady, is solid. This is a Taurus card. That same Taurus energy that's fixed, and instead of being stubborn, determined, determined to be steady, be determined to be steady while Jupiter's in Scorpio. Be determined to be slow to anger like the King of Pentacles is while Jupiter's in Scorpio. Be determined to be your own provider, providing for yourself while Jupiter is in Scorpio. Be determined to realize your goals and thrive. Be determined to support yourself like this King of Pentacles. And be reliable for be somebody that you can rely on. I don't care if everybody in the family turn their back on you. You don't turn your back on you. And then we um, in the present position, kind of a, a real active energy um, during this Jupiter and Scorpio season is 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 more of this in, in the Queen of Swords. It's more of this energy of being self reliant. And and knowing and seeing yourself, once again, this is a court card, so this is you, an aspect of you, where you're seeing yourself as able, as able to rely on yourself, able to make a different decision. Come on, we're transforming while Jupiter's in Scorpio, and Jupiter's just exaggerating the transformation. It's going to be, Scorpio's already extreme, and Jupiter's making it, causing the energy to be even more extreme some really exaggerated, extreme transformation. So be open with this present um, position card of the Queen of Swords. Be open to making a different decision, especially if it lends itself towards this Queen of Swords energy, making a different decision to be professional when you can be unprofessional, to be mature when you can be, instead of acting immaturely, this this Queen of Swords energy, once again, there's this heavy reliance on self, self-disciplined here with the Queen of Swords, independent with the Queen of Swords. Speaking up, speaking out, Swords is, is, is about the, the, the communication and the mind. So, you know, being determined, once again, under this Queen of Swords energy to be honest, to be witty and astute to speak up when, when you're speaking up and speaking out. And there's also, see, the Queen of Swords, she ain't for no bull now. And so there's even a, a, a manifestation of this energy where you're with hope, where you know because you, you're mature, because you're the professional, because you're well able, because you're witty and experienced and astute, and you're willing to make a different decision, that sometimes you even decide to say nothing. Sometimes the most powerful thing you can say is nothing, especially when you're being independent, self-reliant, self-disciplined. You don't, you don't, I don't, like I said, even in my situation, I don't need to say something on, you know, how this made me feel and you so cold and wrong for not, uh uh-uh. Sometimes the most powerful thing you can say is nothing. Withdraw your energy and put that good energy to use on you. 
self-reliance. That's two cards of self-reliance, the Nine of Pentacles and the Queen of Swords. And then we go into the future position card, which is the last card of the Jupiter and Scorpio spread, which is the Page of Swords, which shows us ultimately, uh, you know, the pages are, you know, it's a younger energy. So I see us at the end. You know what? This Jupiter and Scorpio season may take us so high and so far in our transformation that that we begin to revert back. Not revert back in a negative way, but revert back as far as reversing the aging process. When we get determined to make a different decision, to rely on ourselves, to be resourceful, to to know that we, uh, you know, that we're not, we may be alone, but we're not lonely, and that we have access, especially when we're in this mode of supporting ourselves, encouraging ourselves, being steady, and and recognizing through appreciation that we're actually thriving with our one little pinnacle because it's definitely more than zero. I see us in this spread over the course of, you know, by the time we get to November of 2018, having reversed the curse, reversed the aging process of, and transformed. That's what Scorpio is, transformation. That's what the image of the phoenix rising from the ashes is, that from absolutely incineration and ashes, that a live and well phoenix can rise from it. From being pure, fire is purifying, and when we get through this process, taking all this, the energy of these cards I've explained so far with us, we get to this page of swords where we're the high achiever, okay, where we've been thoroughly tried and tested and proven. You can't, all these cards I've described and, and, and aspects of us, these are these are powerful people. The King of Pentacles is thriving. The King of Pentacles is realizing his goals. The King of Pentacles has the Midas touch. The Queen of Swords is self-reliant. She's the, the Ice Queen. She's independent. She ain't worried about nothing. She ain't wait on nobody. And then we get to this page of swords where we get to be this scholar. We get to be honest. When Ju- while Jupiter's in Scorpio, anything, everything hidden is uncovered. It's judgment day every day. And when you, this page of swords is honest. And this page of swords initiates honesty. This page of swords is engaging. You don't have to go into a complete shit alone, but not lonely. You know, independent, but access, having access to interdependence, other independent people that you have in your circle. Y'all aren't codependent. Y'all are inter-independent. So I'm not, that's not the, the goal here is to end up by yourself. Even the cards I've, I've read for so far, is that's not the point of being by yourself. But the point is to rely on yourself. I'm, I, I can no longer be kicked out of anywhere because I'm no longer relying on other people for anything like that. I've learned that lesson. I'll never, ever put myself in, a, allow myself to be in a position again where I can get kicked out anywhere. It doesn't mean I don't fool with people anymore. I just don't fool with them on that aspect to where that's even a possibility. 
So this page of swords that we're energy that we're going into shows us, you know, being witty and talkative and engaging and courageous and having fortitude, using our mind and initiating honesty and and being a high achiever in this area, being thorough in this area, which being tried and true, you can try us. You ain't got nothing to hide. We not in the we. By the time we come out of this Jupiter in Scorpio season, we will not if you if we do it right, if we survive it, <laughs> we will not no longer be afraid of the deep. We will no longer be afraid of the dark. We will no longer be afraid of going into territory that's marked enter at your own risk. We'll rip that cost tape off without a second thought. Because under this page of Swords energy, we're just and we're prepared. We're prepared. We're ready for anything. We're ready for come what may. Let's dive deep. Let's get it. Let's go. We ain't never scared. That youthful energy that that just it's not a silly energy. Like we we don't have the sense to be scared. It's like there's nothing to be afraid of. We got the fortitude, and we're just enough. That's why. When it comes down to people who would manipulate, who would lie and scheme and all that stuff, if you are just like when Scorpio is the energy of investigation, interrogation, research, all that stuff, if you're being interrogated and you don't have anything to hide, you're going to be all right. If you're being investigated and you really didn't do it and that's the truth, you're going to be all right. See, the only people that scare is the people with the ulterior motives. The only people that scare is the people that really is guilty and did something. The only people that scare of getting found out is the liars, the people that is up to no damn good. If you, Sagittarius energy is a truth warrior this season we're coming into over the next month tonight. And that will only serve to kind of corroborate this um, page of Swords card of being truthful, being honest, being thorough, initiating honesty. If you've been lying about something, get it right. Acknowledge that. Go to the people you need to go to and make it right. That's what we're going to end up, the energy we're going to end up in is this page of Swords. It can be read as a hostile and jealous energy, so I will mention that just to say once again, Maybe because of some truth you're telling and you being honest, it makes some people hostile towards you, okay? This is, we're being fearless in this energy. So be, be use your mind, come on, use your mind, be just, be witty, have that mental fortitude. This is a sword card with me and it's talking about the mind and the mouth, the mental, but be thorough, do what you got to do. Be just. This is judgment time, judgment day, every day of this season. So, you know, be uh, witty about how you serve the justice. Don't just be all willy-nilly with it because, once again, this is a more useful energy, but thankfully you're taking this queen of swords with you into it. So you're, you're being mature about it. You're making different decisions. And you're knowing when to speak and when not to speak and, and, and how and what conditions to do it under, okay? 
So we got a little further this time than <laughs> than yesterday. The uh, the last show we did allowed. Um, I, I'm what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna speak on the sun in Sagittarius more in depth. I'm gonna do a bonus show. It won't be two hours, but it'll likely be an hour. I'm gonna speak on the sun being in Sagittarius, and I'm gonna break down the horoscopes for each sign and how the, uh, as of as of the sun going into Sagittarius tonight, how you can expect to kind of participate and engage with the sun and Sagittarius energy over the next month ahead, okay? Um, that's happening tonight. Let me just uh, give you all uh, the brief rundown. Neptune stations direct tomorrow, 821 a.m. Central. Thursday at 4.33 a.m. Central, the moon squares Venus and goes void for nine hours um, until the moon enters Sagittarius at 2.14 p.m. Central on that same Thursday. Um, Saturday, 4.56 a.m., Mercury trines Uranus. I'll break that down for you all later. And 8.37 p.m. Central on Saturday evening, the moon sextiles Saturn and goes void for five hours and 27 minutes, Okay. I'm glad I got to come to y'all. Thanks for the callers. Thanks for the listeners. Thanks for the support and the love. Um, send your astral love gifts. We'll we'll work out some services, and we'll take it from there. I love y'all. I appreciate y'all. Have a wonderful holy day season, however you choose to celebrate. And thank you, thank you, thank you for your loving support. I come here in love and in peace and just so happy and thankful to uh, spread the news <laughs> ahead of time ahead with you guys. All right, stay connected to um, my astrology coach as well and Hip Hop Astrology TV. Thank you, Brother Ampu. Peace, y'all. Have a great day. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.